Hi, this is Deborah Ann Wool. Thank you for listening to the Children of Erte podcast, presented by Demiplane. You can join us live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv backslash RPG, or catch up with the VOD of each episode on the Demiplane YouTube channel. Bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way Welcome back to Children of Verte. We are so excited to have you on this, our 30th episode of Children of Verte, as well as our finale for 2022. So without further ado, Adam with our sponsors. Our <laughs> incredible sponsors. We have Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. You can pick up a chess code, an Electrum chess code on the overlay or bouncing around in chat. Thanks so much for all the support over this entire year of 30 episodes, Idol Champions. We also have Die Hard Dice, who has supplied. Oh, let's see. What are we on? We are on W, w I believe. And so uh, they have supplied our cast with Wisdom Wickers. Wisdom Wickers. <laughs> wickers. See, now I want to go like um, Wielders? Wick, wisdom Wielders? Oh, I, 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't question know Marcus Reedner. I should. We shouldn't. They have supplied <laughs> we shouldn't. quite the list here. So He got um, one of those candles that has a D20 inside of it, and that uh, was just... Oh! Makes all, all it also wicks the wisdom from you. Just Yeah, that's it. As if it were liquid. <laughs> Everyone is Googling wick and, and definition <laughs> and all that right now. Uh, but they have supplied our cast with those wisdom wickers, and you can grab your own set of diehard dice or 10 sets because it is the holiday season. <laughs> you may have people who need those, and you can grab 10% off your purchase with the code AIRTE. And we will also be giving away, I believe it's a $20 gift card for Die Hard Dice. And that's going to be happening in chat as well. So pay attention to all the prompts there and you can enter to win. And good luck with that. And finally, tonight, you will hear the dulcet tones of Sirenscape because <laughs> epic games need epic sound. I am Adam Bradford and I'm the CDO at Demiplane. We have many things going on. We're trying to uh, really hard to push through the end of the year here. We've got a closed alpha for our Pathfinder character tools that are happening uh, possibly this week. Uh, so invites, first wave of invites probably going out this week. Uh, so if you're interested in that, you can uh, pay attention to all of our channels and, and check out how you might uh, get signed up for the alpha and possibly get an invite to that. And tonight I am playing for the final time this year Silas Jordan, your dimensionally displaced magical superfan. Who's looking oh. emo tonight. Mm. He's yeah, got something in his eye. Yeah. <laughs> something in his heart. Yeah. 
<laughs> everybody i'm alicia marie you can find me everywhere on socials at alicia marie body and i am a creative artist and customer and i'm finishing up the last two projects of the year so i'm celebrating because i plan to sleep and catch up on my <laughs> rpg stuff and and eat and i'm gonna take my phone and turn it off and throw it in the river uh tonight i'm playing Bruce armstrong door slinger Ooh. Yes. <laughs> door slinger Armstrong. At Attorney law. at law. <laughs> Attorney at law. Well, it's getting longer and longer. Yeah. The new subclass. Yeah. I want an attorney at law subclass. I want oh, I was thinking door subclass. slinger, but now I kind of want them both. <laughs> door slinger. <laughs> um, hello. My name is Jen Kretschmer. You can find me on the social medias as at DreamWisp. You can find me streaming on Twitch as DreamWisp Jen. Um, I do all sorts of stuff. Um, but tonight I am playing your friendly neighborhood troublemaker, Maeve Morgan Flynn. Hi, everyone. I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the content coordinator over at Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. I'm on the socials as Oba Lauren, which is the best way you can find out about a bunch of different charity games I got coming up. I have a lot of them, so I'd appreciate it if you kind of follow along because they're all for excellent causes. But tonight, the only cause that I care about is Neb getting into <laughs> this room and finding out what's going on in this room that is really, really burnt. <laughs> Uh, hi, everybody. My name is Hope Lavelle. You can follow me on Twitter at the Hope Lavelle. And today, I happened to stumble upon the cutest little shop. And inside that shop, I found an RPG joke book. And I'm going to read to you a little joke. There's like 300 jokes in here, you guys, and they're all, they and all they're slay. They're all, <laughs> they're all RPG? Yes, they're all RPG. I am so excited. All right. We'll start what is this book? We're it's in cold. for it. Let's let's a dragon walks into the bar. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. Aldridge and John Taylor. So okay, <laughs> if anyone out there, I want this for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Done. Oh my god, Done. So here's your joke for the day. All right, here it goes. What's the leading cause of death among RPG characters? I what don't know, Hope. You? Yeah, what is the leading death among RPG characters? <laughs> RPG players. <laughs> zingers it's the zingers oh, <laughs> and on that note tonight i am That's playing awesome. your ever so funny miss robin beckett <laughs> oh boy with that with that ominous note <laughs> what kills rpg character uh i do is really the answer to that uh i am deborah i am your storyteller for this evening thank you players and our our producer josh and everyone at home for being here today uh please get comfortable grab something warm and cozy as we begin the 13th chapter of children of Erte. So in our last uh, chapter here, you all were exploring the town. You uh, made your way through the cemetery uh, and then in through the back of the uh, the mayor's house, Stephen Hawkins's house. Um, while you were there, you overheard that the one of the master sort of bedrooms upstairs had been burnt to a crisp and the museum is not quite sure what happened there, but they have barred it off. It's having, you know, fought another one of these strange ice creatures, ice humans. Um, you made your way towards that door, which had a big sign that said, do not enter. Very dangerous. You will all die here. Uh, and uh, had three iron bars placed across it. Um, but door slinger Feruza, uh, 
<laughs> opened that door anyways. And as you looked into this room, it was completely burnt. Um, every wall, every drapery, everything, the, the fabric was gone, everything burnt and charred to a crisp. It is quite a large space. The soot on the windows doesn't allow for very much light to come in. However, as you are glancing around this room, there is one thing that catches your eye. A small piece of paper lying on the floor in the center of the room, unburnt. I'd like to go take a look at it, please. Yes. Uh, you slip through the bars? Sure. Yeah. Uh, you slip through the bars. As soon as you put weight on that floor, oh. under your foot, as you feel it sort of slide a little bit lower in, you know, beneath you. It's, it is a very unstable floor. Yeah, those of you who uh, are not quite as small as I might not want to come in here. It's, I was uh, going to follow you, but I'll give you a, a little bit of a head start just in case. That's okay. Wee bit unstable in here. <laughs> just a wee bit. It's, it's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> It's, it's not ice, so if we fall, it'll only be a story instead of freezing cold water. It'll be fine. Well, forgive me, but this has Neb Rat sort of written all over it. Oh. No, in fact, Wait, it yeah. has, and I'm going to look at it and read it out loud, <laughs> written all over it. <laughs> so you walk over to the, the small piece of paper? Yes, please. All right. Uh, give me real quick a dexterity check. Check or save? Check. Just because you're being careful, I assume, as you oh, go over. Be careful. Uh, 16. A 16. Every time you transfer weight from one foot to another, you feel those boards creak and bend under your weight. Uh, you are smart enough, however, to try and estimate where the cross beams are so that you can step on something and you a number of times feel cracks under your heel where you just placed it wrong, but you're able to kind of move your weight to stay on those boards, but it isn't gonna be a precarious walk back. However, you get over to this small piece of paper and Josh, you can share it with everyone. It is a ticket. It looks exactly like the one that you received. However, this one has no name. What? Well, that's strange. What means what? it? What, what is strange? It? Did it have your name written on it? What, what is that? It's no one's name written on it. So like it's a person's crabs. named no one. No, is it not 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 the Odyssey style? It's just a it's a blank ticket. It's a blank ticket. Why does it have so As you take a look at it, it's quite. Um, stained and old. The paper feels brittle. Um, however, it is not burned. And the floor beneath where this, this ticket lies is burnt to a crisp. Um, this is sort of strangely undamaged. All right, and I, I think I see words written on the edge, but it's they're cut off. What? You see some words, Just, Maeve? It looks like... We'll see. We'll come back to that. Um, I'm just trying to compare it to my well, own. And while you're in there, is there anything else in the room that is going to possibly kill you? Uh, <laughs> we, just, we all uh, look at Silas like, okay. Well, the floor, for sure. 
I'll stick my head just through the uh -huh. bars just to give a another look around while she's yeah. focused on the ticket just to see is there anything if Maeve is looking at the floor I'm kind of sealing yeah. walls what else give me a perception check um, like yeah uh, plus five please Ooh. okay um, so you're looking through the first thing you notice is there is a fireplace but it's oddly not as damaged as the other areas of the room so you have this feeling that the fire didn't start in the fireplace. In fact, the worst of the burning seems to be right smack dab in the center of the room and it gets less kind of as it moves out. Um, other than that, you're not a fireman, <laughs> a firefighter. You don't really know exactly how to determine more than that other than that the majority of the damage is centralized and you don't think that this fire started in the fireplace. And there's no movement. There's no other creatures, people. Okay. Nothing. You get that, you know, that scent of burnt wood a little bit still on the air, even in the cold. Um, but, you know, this looks, it looks very, very dormant. It's been like this for a long time. Maeve, from mm -hmm. here, it kind of looks like the fire started there. From the ticket. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if the ticket was there before or well, after, from this but spot. from that spot, like it looks the worst there. Like someone started a bonfire is there, there. As you look, Maeve, it is. It's like literally under your feet. It looks the worst as anywhere. You can see holes where the, the wood has been kind of burnt through and, and is barely, you know, you're trying to support yourself as best you can. But this is this is the epicenter. Be careful with that. Is there floor. anything else in that spot is there anything under the ticket or nearby it's matches no nothing. okay this room in fact as you look at it now it looks like it's been kind of cleaned up okay so this room was part of the tour we can assume yes no i mean it seems like it's been barred off for a while no I mean, who, whoever the statistic person is that put us through this cave puzzle and all the the uh, shenanigans and hijinks that had to happen there, they've obviously come back here and, and made this equally as hard. Like, the ticket probably didn't explode. Whatever else exploded, that's probably going to kill us, too. And then they came back to be cute and put the ticket right where, where it started. <gasps> so the ticket May is a fake or something? Over? Yeah. Is there um, anything on the back? As you look at the back, no. I mean, there's a little bit of like, uh, you know, like um, security modeling, you know, but no, there's no okay. writing or anything. on the back. And there's nothing else it looks like in the room that no, I can see? it looks like it's been really cleared. Unless it was burned and dangerous, it's been taken out. It's a clue. Somebody planted it. I just want to know who the ticket was meant for. You know, maybe exactly. there's a another a six Jackson to our Jackson five. You know what I mean? Well, I never thought about it that way, but you're absolutely right. And what you said, Silas, makes a lot of sense, even though you're you're cribbing me out a little bit today. I don't know why, but you are. That but what you said rude, makes a lot of sense. Okay. Um, I'd like to get back out of the room if I can. Give me retrace a dexterity check, please. If you're going to retrace your steps, go ahead and give me an advantage. Okay. Uh, 17. 17, okay. 
remembering exactly where you placed your feet and remembering the the mistakes that you might have made the first time around you follow that same path back again you hear those little creaks and knowing that if your foot went just an inch off it probably go right through the floorboards but you make it back to the bars bend down slide yourself through and you're back safe in the hallway once we're back in the hallway does everyone have their tickets uh, yeah go somewhere you do do we have our tickets? Can we compare this to everyone else's? I yes. think you're the only one that can answer that, Faruza. <laughs> I'm the only one that can answer the question? You have yeah. can answer the question as to whether you have your ticket or not. <laughs> oh, I can't remember all these. Faruza, you're the main character. Did you know? <laughs> She's like, wait, wait. <laughs> I guess I do have it, but why would I have it on me like this? this is weird. Because so yeah, you when you in your all, pocket? yeah, when you all put them away on the very first yeah. day, they're probably still in your bag, in your pocket where you left it. So yes, each of you can take out your tickets and take a look at them. And Josh, if you'd like to share a couple of those with people. Um, as you begin to pull them out, you notice, like Maeve, that there is some strange figures and things around the edges. Oh, we got to put this stuff together. <gasps> oh, right. how exciting. It's, it's like a literal puzzle, right? What? I hate puzzles. <laughs> Love them. <laughs> hey, at least this is only six pieces. So Yeah, we don't have hard. to, you know, scale 30, 40 feet and possibly fall to our death. So I guess we're, we have a leg up here in this place. So oh. in the hallway, you put all of your tickets down on the floor on the old vintage rug that's been laid runner down the middle of the hallway and begin to move the pieces around looking for patterns that match. Uh, after, you know, a short while, Josh, would you please show us the tickets all together, please? And as that happens, Neb will comment, oh, apparently this typewriter had a bad E. <laughs> oh no, what happened? And there well, you all are. are. Oh. Where? Oh, well, wait. River the grave. Where the that river is... grave? You were right. Where the river meets the old grave. But that's where we were, is it not? That, that was where we were. Should should we go back there? I don't know about that. Where the river meets. There was a gravestone there, wasn't it? But where does old end up? Maybe it's where the old meets the river grave. <laughs> where the old grave meets the river. Maybe Robin and I need to go out to the river. What? Why, Why just me? Well, no, I said I, me too. I mean, we're definitely the oldest here. Okay. Where the old meets the river. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I hope we're not on the wrong track with this, you guys. Unless it's where the old grave meets the river, and then we're not talking about people being old. We're talking about graves being old. Oh, where the old Or the old river meets the grave. Lots of options I mean, there. Either way, we probably need to go out to the cemetery, and it's probably getting dark about now, so this where is the perfect for a movie-type setting. <laughs> Meets scrabbled. Okay. <laughs> <Robin>. <laughs> I 
Robin's working on her next stand-up act. Exactly. She's making her, she's like, where meets River Old. <laughs> well, I mean, Silas has a point. I, I think any way you put these words together, we're either putting an old river or an old grave, and we're having them meet. There's a river and a grave. Yeah. That's we don't know which is older, but one of them... This is just Did like I'd venture the river was older, but <laughs> but that's just a guess. Well then, let's go back there and see. I mean, this could be like a geocache and a little <laughs> thing inside with a note, and you have to hide it inside. The... It's great. Uh, Robin's going to be... All right, Robin starts going down the steps. I'll uh, follow back down the, into the foyer. Um, you know, some of the animatronics begin to move again but there's no sound because silas disabled that with his ripped all the wires out um <laughs> hope i mean hope uh robin leading the way as you head out the back door into the cold it is indeed dark uh the 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 sun is just you know cresting the top of that hill you can see the last vestiges of light uh, are beginning to leave um and it is quite a bit colder there's now that very tight chill in the air, sharp inside of your lungs um, as you turn back towards the cemetery. As you all follow your steps, a light snow begins to fall, soft, but again, very quickly begins to fill in and obscure your footprints behind you. You come back into that cemetery and back to that old grave with the little vase at the side where Feruza saw her flowers. Here, the river does indeed come quite close. There's about five feet between the river and that old grave. Is the grave uh, close to the river or away from, like, is the headstone closer or is the grave closer? The headstone is closer. It is well, facing away from the river. For as a, hopefully uh, that means we don't actually have to dig this up. Robin's gonna check the back of the grave, uh, the stone, the grave Yeah, the back of the stone. Um, Check it for for what? What are you looking for? Kind of thing. Um, first words, and then mm -hmm. if not, kind of checking where the grass or the ground meets okay. the grave. So you're feeling the back of it and checking it. the bottom. Great. Yeah. yeah. Give me um. Let's do a perception check for that. I feel like that's more sensory. Can I, can I help? help out with that uh, yeah, by can... starting to sweep away the snow? Yeah. Behind... What's your wisdom modifier? Uh, plus three. Plus three. Just like clearing mm -hmm. a path for her. All right, so that would be a 21. 21. So as you begin to feel the back of the stone, you do feel like, you know, this was hand chiseled. This is such an old stone that, that um, you know, uh, machinery was not used for this. This was, you know, hand chiseled down. Um, and there's this big piece of it that's missing and fallen off to the side, but you don't feel like there were any words or anything written on the back. Here and there, you can maybe even still feel like the teeth of the chisel as you run your fingers over it. Um, as you come down to the ground and clear some of the snow, as Neb helps you sort of makes, you know, space for that, the ground is, again, it's hard um, with, with, the frozen, you know, uh, space here. Um, there's almost, you know, no grass as you get down to the bottom level. If there is any, it's, it's yellowed and matted and, you know, been under snow now for who knows how long weeks, months. Um, so yeah, it feels, it feels like difficult earth to dig in. So are, are we, are we about to just dig up a grave? Is that what we're doing here? Mm, I don't know if that's proper. I have a, a strange question. I don't think being stuck here is proper. Have we uh, 
It talks about being subject to the rules and regulations of the Northland Heritage Line. Have we <laughs> seen those rules and regulations? Um, they might be in your pamphlet uh, <laughs> that you got at the beginning of the, the trip. Um, you did sign some, uh, some waivers uh, for some of the more dangerous uh, excursions that you would be on, uh, so you can't hold them liable in the event of your death or injury. Um, <laughs> Uh, but, you know, I, I, if Feruza wants to take a look at them, you know, later, uh, she can give you a good idea of, of uh, how standard procedure they are. Yeah. Always read the fine print. <laughs> I'm going to follow. We've been clearing the snow kind of yes. on the other side of this stone. And I mm -hmm. want to go down. I, I basically want to do the same perception check, as it yeah. were, from the river up. Like, is Absolutely. there anything along the water edge? Yeah. Give me a perception check. Unless you want me to do it. Yeah. Uh, Robin, Robin is there. She'll okay. see what she's doing and kind of help. Great. Uh, you were a plus three, you said, for your perception? Uh, or plus, plus five. five. Plus five. Oh, and then, nice. Robin, what's your wisdom? Uh, plus two. Okay. Um, Neb, as you go down there and as Robin sort of hops down with you too, there's a little bank, right? So the river runs by and you kind of hop back down. There's like a two-foot bank. Um, and there you can see some of the old grass and things and, and roots that are sort of growing out through here. And as you feel this side. This is much warmer. The running of the water, the protection from the grass. Um, you know, if the top foot of the dirt over by the grave was frozen solid, down here a little lower, it's softer. Well, should I start digging? At least this isn't technically a grave, so we don't have to yeah. worry. May, hey, do you think you can turn into like an anteater or something? That like What? I don't oh. know what 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 digs well. I don't I don't know what animals dig well. Moles, ah. rabbits. Oh, a mole that makes the, sense. Uh, wait, wait, did I did I leave my little shovel when I threw it at Steve? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had taken it. I just don't know if you have it here. I always keep it in my bag if I. Still I mean, I mean, you. He walked out, and you guys were still there. I I could okay. buy you collected your thing. Robin will just hand the little hand shovel to her. Okay, just, so I don't want to. This is your moment, kid. I, I think it's all of our moments. Um, I'll make sure no one's grave standing digging. on or, top. Uh, and grave, grave adjacent to you. <laughs> the moment I've been training for all of my life. You'll have to tell me later how you've trained for this, but here we go. And I'm digging adjacent. All right. I'm I'm not going to try to go deep, okay? Because okay. It, I'd assume there's like a five, eight, ten foot of what could be like a direct line. So mm -hmm. she'll she'll get in a good foot or so, and then like go to the right a little bit, and then go to the left and start looking for anything. Yeah. So you know, placing yourself so that essentially you are directly behind the gravestone. Um, you know, there's about five feet between this bank that you are standing next to, your feet sinking into some slushy mud at the edge of this water, um, and the back of, of the stone where you and Robin had been uh, looking earlier. Um, so yes, with your little spade, your little hand shovel, you begin to pick away at some of the dirt. And indeed, it is hard. That top foot is really frozen solid. But down here, once you get past the like first couple of inches, it's coming away pretty easy. In fact, it's kind of wet and muddy. Um, very quickly, your hands are getting kind of covered with mud and the splatter that comes back over your face and clothes. Um, it's cold, wet 
mud, uh, everything begins to tremble a little bit. Um, but you know, within a few minutes, you've gone in a few inches. And mm. besides the change in the topography, there's nothing, nothing else? Yet, no. Nothing well, yet. it's miserable, that's for sure, but I haven't noticed anything. I could keep going closer to the, the stone. Silas is going to start just kind of, well, yeah, Silas is going to just start kind of um, going out and trying to pay attention to the horizon. Okay. He's just going, going to float his ring and it's glowing, you know, really bright, like almost yellow orange light. Mm. And, and he's just going to start slowly kind of moving it across, trying his best to hope that as he moves it to one place that there's not like a zombie staring gotcha. at him, you know, in that, but he mm. is watching for him. Fantastic. So Silas, you are on guard. You are on alert. Um, we'll definitely uh, keep that uh, in mind. Um, and as you're doing that, and you notice the sun has now fully set um, and this darkness has taken over. Uh, it's really quite unsettling. Um, you know, with the snow falling and a cloudy night, the clouds are across the moon. So you're getting a very muted light. And I'm actually going to pitch to you guys. Um, I'd like to call this uh, semi-darkness. <laughs> so I'd like to pitch a homebrewy space that's like somewhere between dim light and, and darkness. Dusk. Which Dusk, mm -hmm. duskish, like duskish, duskish. Yeah. Um, so somewhere in between, I'm going to say that like, if you, ha if you do not have dark vision within 15 feet, you're fine. You can deal with all of that as if it's regular light. Um, but outside of that, uh, I'd like to do both disadvantage on perception checks, relying on sight as well as disadvantage on attacks. Mm -hmm. So yeah. make it a little okay. bit trickier once that, you know, you're, they're not right there where your eyes have adjusted. Um, and then okay. those of you with dark vision, we can extend that range to 30. Sound cool. Make it a little creepier, a little harder to see things in the darkness. Like so yes, yeah, Silas, as you're moving your light around, which gives you extra, you know, will emit more light, giving you a little bit more, um, range to see you know mm -hmm. the stark shadows from your light that are cast over these gravestones creates all these little places where things could hide and you know you're keeping your eye out moving this ring around and trying to make sure you're seeing every nook and cranny but just beyond the edge of that light the town is just dark and disappears in that blackness this is well, the worst vacation ever <laughs> I mean, it's appropriate, right? Here we are digging near a grave. <laughs> it has to be dark, right? Do, do we see the flames from Steve continuing to... Way off that way? Give me an advantage perception check. Uh, you can make that, I please. can make that for you. What is it? Um, you do not. The snow is falling quite heavily, and there are quite a few buildings between you and the space and that, you know, that's, that's really pretty far away now. We're fools. What <laughs> you do you mean, leave? Where the river meets again. the old grave, bank. It's a bank. <gasps> oh, oh the bank. Hey, we're gonna get to break into the bank you, you wanted to break into. The word for where this, this part of the- We're We could've dug here for hours. We probably wouldn't have found anything. It's a bank. So we need to go to the bank. Let's yeah. do it. And someone's oh, going to explain what you're talking about on our way there. <laughs> I'm going to wipe off Robin's shovel and hand it back and, and say, thank Sorry. you. That was helpful. Let's get out of here. Hopefully, Why do we think this is a bank? In the cards soon. I'm not going to try and think about how you were digging in what's probably the rotted decay of corpses. And 
<laughs> all sorts of wonderful we, things. We'll go slow. We'll make sure that we keep an yeah. ear, eye, everything out for things that we're going to get close to and a, yeah. attack from distance, right? That's that's That was all you, Maeve. That was what you were talking about. Yeah. It's hard to say. Thank you before we completely from desecrated it. So, yeah. I am hurts. so confused right now. Like, what what are we what are we celebrating? Like do, the fact do that we, we don't have to dig up a grave, Silas. But how how do we know that? Like, we're just guessing. It's it's. Do we? Is there even a bank here in this town? Yep. Yep. There is. We didn't. And why do we say it's a bank? Walk me through that one more time. Because the place where the river meets the grave, that part okay. of the area of the river is called the bank. The river bank. And we've already encountered a lot of, of wordplay, so mm -hmm. this this sounds correct. It sounds right. Also, uh, it, it, we it get to break like into a, a bank now. To me, but I'm fine with not digging up. So. <laughs> Never, I, Silas. Anyway. Silas, you're the only person who's probably broken into a bank of all of us. So you it's should be true. the most excited this, about this. This ain't gonna be hard to break into this bank. There ain't even anybody here. <laughs> Good then. Show us how it's done, Silas. Exactly. Yeah. So since I didn't know there was a bank here, where is it? It's uh, actually right next to the mayor's house, right next to uh, Stephen Hawkins' house. It's between the cemetery and Hawkins' house. It's right there. It's right there. You can see it from where you stand as you move your ring over there. Well, all right. Let's uh, let's just go in the front door. I mean, nobody's home. Oh, you know, oh. just just a moment, you guys, just a moment. And uh, Robin's going to look at her hand shovel. <laughs> And she's gonna reach into her bag, kind of dig around for a second, and you hear these little. She has a bag of daffodil seeds, and she's just going to kind of create a little through the snow in the front of this grave. She's mm -hmm. gonna dig a little hole right about um about shovel length deep. <laughs> yes, That's exactly what she's supposed to do. And she's just gonna throw a couple daffodil um, seeds in. She's gonna pat them in. <laughs> there we go. Maybe one day those will grow and we'll have something colorful here. I always like, like I hope we're not here that long. <laughs> <laughs> it might be fun to come back. We're not planning on moving in. Yeah, just leaving my mark, that's all. Let's go. Robin is the Johnny Appleseed of daffodils. <laughs> <laughs> they grow great in the winter, you know? They do. They have, to, they have to hibernate underneath there. All right, All right, so you're heading off towards the bank. All right. Yes. Trying, Having, trying to. Can I pull out a? Let me see if I have a headlamp or something similar to help. In help the with some extra light. Yeah, I know I have flashlights, but. And and. Uh, I know I can light up my hand, but that's a pretty, pretty small close yeah. light. Yeah, it's and and Neb is noticing also. that. When she thinks about it, she can actually see further than what that mm -hmm. would provide anyway. So mm -hmm. it's just going to get in her way. Yeah. Well, I do have a flashlight. I still have a headlamp. Uh, Robin kept a headlamp from the all the, the stuff we had for caving. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you guys can flip those on. Essentially, mm -hmm. that will give you bright light right in your vicinity, dim light a little bit further, and then darkness beyond. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's take it slow walk and careful. And yeah. As you begin yeah. to walk through this ever thickening snow, now your boots, you know, sliding in a good 
six inches, seven inches, eight inches, 10, as you get over oh some of God. these deeper spots here, uh, having to lift your legs higher and higher to just make your way mm -hmm. through the snow. Uh, having walked around the bank before, you know that there are no other entrances. There is only the front door to the bank. Um, as you move around, you see a number of figures leaning up against the wall in the front of the bank. Are they posed like some of the <laughs> animatronics we've seen? Like you said, figures leaning up against the yeah. side and picturing like- they got their arms, West, like, they've got yeah. their arms crossed, their head is low, cowboy hat. Uh, how many are there? Three. Two are Three. leaning, one is sitting. All right. Well, we found the bank guards. They're not in front of the door, but they are near it. We don't know who's real and what's a machine, do we, guys? Well, at this moment, we're, we're, we've lost the light. We're losing time. Let's we just get back to the train. bust in and shoot everything we see, right? <laughs> And now everything Nim we see. Are you sure that your name isn't Clyde or Bonnie, <laughs> Robin? I, you know what? I I learned from the best. Bonnie Beckett. That's a great name. <laughs> how how far away are all three from the door? And are they on the same side of the door? So the one sitting is on the right side of the door. He's a good ten feet away. The two that are leaning are about five feet. I say oh. we take care of this now and ask questions later. <laughs> um. uh, okay, so th the way that those those things attacked us before is that we either went too close to them, Neb, or tripped over them. Robin, correct? That's how it happened yeah. before. Yeah, it seems. Or like we, yeah, you have to be okay, real okay, close. That's yeah. All right. Um. So let's not be real close and take care of it before we get too just close. Just blow them away. Can I try something? Sure. Does it involve getting close? No. I Does promise. it involve a door? <laughs> Probably going to just throw a door out. Yeah. It's something I, 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 I think I might be able to do. And I know you guys share this, that somehow you, you just think you can do something all of a sudden and you feel like you can, so then you do it and you're able to here, right? Yeah. Can I try I mean, it? Yeah. I don't know if I should do it if it puts all of our lives in danger. I mean, anything yeah, we're about to do is going to do that, so we might as well. <laughs> yeah, so we might we might as well do something exciting in in the okay. process. Cruz is going. We are how far away from them? Uh, you are currently still about twenty feet. You can just see them at the edge of your thing. If you want to move in, okay. well, you've got your lights, so within twenty feet, you mm -hmm. could, you could hit them. Twenty feet's fine. Okay. She's going to take a deep breath, kneel down, and put her hand on the ground. And from her hand, you guys notice the ground just starts rumbling. Like it just starts shaking, almost like a mini earthquake. And she stops lifting her hand up like, OK. I just don't know how far that can go. It's thaumaturgy. <laughs> I figure maybe it'll wake them up or, or not. So she puts her hand down again and thinks really hard. And the ground just starts shaking, 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 shaking for 30 feet outward. Okay. Um, gravestones behind you begin to shake. Old crumbling rocks falling down, you know, trickling into the snow beneath. Um, the, the, the bank itself 
begins to rattle. It's like an adobe kind of mud clay that it's made out of, um, very smooth sides. It's got wooden pillars and columns. One of those snaps a bit on the side as it does. Um, when this happens, the two that are leaning up against the wall, um, you start to hear a <laughs> sound coming from some loudspeakers nearby. However, the one that's sitting uh, leans forward. A little bit of drool or something begins to slide out of its mouth as it slowly pulls itself. Silas is blasting. Go ahead, Silas. So, uh, Silas, you see that he um, kind of like this, it's got to be an illusion because where was he keeping it otherwise? <laughs> you see, uh, you know, this purple staff begin to form and Ooh. at the head of the staff, the head of a ram comes on there and he's just like, I've got you, you boob. And then he, uh, <laughs> he fires from the, uh, this purple energy comes out of the head of the, the ram staff there. Amazing. Uh, and uh, it's going to be, um, uh, that's a 16. A 16 will hit. Okay. And that does um, eight points of force damage. Okay. Um, as this, you know, bashes into its checks, it, it knocks him back on his bum uh, from where he was getting back up. Uh, and you see him kind of lull his head rolling in a circle back, his tongue falling out of his mouth as if he has no control over it. Um, and he seems to kind of knock his head to the side and lock eyes with you, Silas, um, as he then leans forward again, beginning to try to stand. Hit it again, hit it again. Everyone hit it. <laughs> I, I would love to pull out of my pocket my my stone yes. and say, ah, this place could use a little more light and I'm going to whip it at this zombie. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> and try to hit it. That's a seven. That's a seven to hit. We'll miss. Oh, it, it's it skips. <laughs> I, there's a moment where I'm not sure which one I'm going for, and it yes. shoots off into the distance. And as I pull my hand back and contract, it, it's in my hand again, just mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. oh, shoot, sorry. All right. So here's what we're gonna do. Um, we should roll an initiative, but I think you guys are going to be able to handle it. So I'm just mm -hmm. going to say it stands up and stumbles 10 feet forward towards you. Uh, that's about as much as it can do. Uh, the, we have three more. So in any order you want, Feruza, Maeve, and Robin, nope. you all can take a turn. <laughs> no, <laughs> says Maeve. Nope, it's coming. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, 23 to hit. 23 will hit. Okay. Handily. <laughs> uh, ten force. Ten as, force. As there's a puff of snow tunneling towards it. Fantastic. Robin and Feruza, can you take it out before it gets to you? Ah, she, Robin, do you want to go ahead? No, no, no. <laughs> you don't go ahead. <laughs> um, just remembering at the last minute that she has this sort of talisman in her head, which was the animatronic thing's head. She yes, still has it for some reason. That's right. And she, yeah, it's in her hand. So she's just gonna immediately, cause now she can rage like almost on yes. like, and she's just going to literally just 
chuck that head at the thing. <laughs> just shot put it. <laughs> that just Fantastic. this thing. Even just this and just that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 17. 17, 17 will 17, hit. 19. Nice. Okay. Give me your damage. Six, seven. 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 <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, it's still lumbering forward, Robin. <laughs> Take it out, Robin. <laughs> All right. I'll Unless there's this. anything else for us, I don't know. Yeah, for us, you got no, anything else? else? Bonus action or anything you want? Okay. I think you're raging, so that was kind of your, yeah. your doing. <clears throat> Go ahead. Yes, Robin. Robin, like, Wait, where where exactly? We just are we still it's, in the doorway? No, you guys didn't make it to the doorway. You are twenty feet from the door. Perfect. It's, it's lumbering forward. It just stepped off the the little you know porch as it's coming forward. It's still about ten feet from you. Robin just starts bending down and like making snowballs. <laughs> oh my god! And she's gonna That's just coming. be like, "It's coming." Are you sure we have time for this? Oh yes, we do. <laughs> Oh, we'll he's trying for a snowball fight. You'll mm-hmm. just see. You'll just see Robin start just chucking like <laughs> snowball after snowball, just this flurry of snowballs at Yay! this creature. Uh, dexterity saving throw. You Jeez. got it. Dex thirteen. Jeez, oh, that's a ridiculous speed. fail. <laughs> so it's gonna take three d six cold damage. <laughs> so let's see what that's gonna be. Uh, click, clicky click. And that'll be uh, 10 points of cold damage. Okay. Um, as these snowballs pummel it, pummel it, you can see that some of this, like, it's 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 kind of hitting into a little bit, but you're like, oh, it doesn't seem to be quite taking the damage you want it to take. And you're like, oh, no. It's because it is already somewhat of snow. Uh, <laughs> so as you hit it, you just sort of knock some of the other snow that had already been collecting upon it off of it. It does take a little bit of it, but not quite as much as you were hoping. Anything else, Robin? Um... <laughs> you said 20 feet? An arm on her. he's oh, 10 yeah. feet from you now he's 10 feet from me now he's got like a, one of those droopy ponchos you know from the old days with the fringe on the end as he stumbles um, forward his hat low you can see a bit of scruff on his on his uh his chin that just sticks out as his tongue again kind of lolls out of the front <laughs> I love that description. Um, okay. I've dealt with too many like you late at the club. No, just no. Just Absolutely no. not. <laughs> tongue back Robin in your does. mouth, sir. <laughs> oh, the tongue. I thought you meant cowboys. I was going to be very confused about what clubs you're going to. Oh, you'd be surprised. Ever heard of lion dancing? <laughs> uh, Robin's just going to be like, well, shucks, I guess I don't have the arm that I used to. <laughs> and uh, she just, yeah, that's it. All right, let's hit the thing. Let's Melt the ice. Make him we'll just keep this, this round. This is working for us. So Silas, then Neb. And uh, Silas, uh, Silas says, we all may want to step back a little bit. And he, <laughs> he backs up and yes. he's still holding uh, this uh, Havoc staff. And um, as he levels it again, he, he just says, you frosty, flea-ridden fool. Oh. And, uh, and you see the energy blast out. Yes. And that one was only a 15. That'll still hit. Okay. And 
seven points of force damage. All right. <clears throat> this bashes in. One arm actually literally just goes flying off. You see it land on the porch behind him, its fingers still extending and gripping, extending and gripping uh, along the porch as it continues to lubber forward, one arm gone. Um, uh, be, are, are you all stepping back as it comes? Yes. <laughs> so keeping keeping a 10-foot distance as this thing lumbers forward, pushing you backwards back into the cemetery. Neb, unless Silas, anything else? Okay, Neb. No, I'm good. Well, howdy, partner. <laughs> I'm going to try to hit you again. Again? Again? Again. Man, I, again. Again. <laughs> I'm gonna need to work on that, and I'm gonna try again to yes. hit it with Maroc. Uh, here we go. Twelve? A twelve will not hit, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, your rock is your hands. You know, you were in that mud. Your hands are freezing mm. and slippery, and mm. and covered in mud, and it's getting on the rock. And I think it's just, it's affecting your grip. You just got distracted, Neb. You got to let it roll off your tongue like molasses. I apparently can't be talking while I'm shooting. And she just puts the rock in her Rooting pocket to. at this point. Right. Like, not so working. at this point, it lurches forward, almost as if it's using its weight and gravity to kind of throw itself forward rather <sighs> than propel on its own strength. It makes itself within five feet of Silas and throws its body into your side. Oh, you're probably fine. Eight to hit, I'm sure, misses. Misses. So as it does, you are backing up as this thing's coming along and you just turn your shoulder as it just kind of lunges forward, loses its balance and lunges back. Um, all right, Feruza, or was it Maeve, Feruza, Robin? Oh, Maeve. Maeve, yeah. Uh, again, I, I would like to do no yeah. and keep it where, it where it's hanging out. Yeah. Uh, 18 to hit. That'll hit. All right. And that is uh, 12. 12 damage. Woof. With that, no. <laughs> as soon as you say it, it's almost like the force of your conviction just explodes it into tiny little shards of fiberglass. Um, as of this moment, Silas was the only one close to it. Uh, Silas, how do you react as this thing explodes <laughs> in front of you? Um, as soon as I see, uh, you know, whatever is happening to it yeah. and that it is dispatched, um, I just turn and start to walk back to the bank. All right. Uh, it blows up in this cloud of, in front of Silas. Silas barely even, you know, uh, twitching. And as I'm walking like past Neb, yes. I, say, I, I, I just say, you never look, you never look back. And and I keep I keep walking. Do, do you want me to set the the body on fire so that you can be walking away from fire? I thought it was explosions. Okay, I think it's you know <laughs> we can use our imaginations. Okay, but it has. I mean, he walks through this cloud. It's very dramatic. Um, looking at him, the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> looking at him, you know, uh, you know, even the shadow cast by his, you know, his mm -hmm. um, brow gives kind of a, a darkness beneath his eyes that's very fetching. Your life is so hard. So, <laughs> I feel like this place is really affecting Silas a lot right now. Don't you, or something? You guys. 
<laughs> you're all starting to affect my calm. Like we need to get on with this. You know what? I agree with all that. Let's let's go break into a bank. All right. You approach the door of the bank, and indeed, the other two that are leaning are animatronics. And the joke is that they are yes, guards asleep on their duty. As you open the door and step inside. This, you know, quite clearly, immediately, lights spring on, uh, sound begins to play, and you begin to hear the loudspeaker say, Hollowville Bank had the distinct honor of serving two purposes in town. It, of course, managed the payroll to all the workers and gave them a secure place to keep their earnings, but it also served as a lockup for those of the criminal persuasion. Yes, where there is gold, those looking to take it will follow. But the remote nature of Hollowvale and the mine make it difficult to abscond once you've got your loot. Most thieves died in the woods mere miles from town, and those that didn't were quickly brought in, kept in the vault, surrounded by the money they tried to steal until the sheriff from Gravelhurst could make the trip up to collect him. In a place like Hollowvale, crime really doesn't pay. Hollowville Bank had the distinct as, as soon as I hear the loop, I'm like looking again to where I can just like. You immediately it disconnect yeah. it, uh, killing the voice. But within this space, it is very clear that everything in here is an animatronic. Um, the door that you opened was quite heavy and and serious a door. Um, as you come in here, there is a guard sitting with his legs up. Um, there is a little bank teller's stand. Um, and as you can see off to the side, there is a door with a with a, a sizable lock on it leading into the back of the building. Well, I trust Maeve can break into that or Silas, one of the two you can of you. Me try. I think it's, have at it. it's probably worth having a plan for when we open it because there's there's going to be something in there, right? Like there's going to be someone locked up in there that we're <laughs> okay. going to have to deal with. I mean, the, the, the person on the loudspeaker told us as much, right? I hope it's whoever the sadistic bleep yeah. is that um, has us <laughs> right? on this ridiculous quest. I, I hope not because that means Steve is dead. Isn't, are, are we thinking Steve's alive? Like, Steve is probably long dead, right? You know what? I'm not ruling anything out. So. Maeve? <laughs> Head over to the lock, kind of going, or however many they are. I, <laughs> I head to the lock. <laughs> is, the lock. Is the door locked before I try and unlock it? Uh, yes, you do go and try to, you know, rattle the hand a little bit. It is, it is, uh, it is, it is locked, and it is a, it is a hefty lock. You have not seen a lock like this in quite a bit. Okay, um, but it's a dial. Lock, uh, no, it's a it, key lock. It's a key. Um, looking around the lobby of the mm -hmm. bank, mm -hmm. uh, is there a guard animatronic? There is. He's sitting on a sitting on Just the chair with his feet up on a desk. You want to go look at him? Yes. Yes, like absolutely. Check. Investigation yeah. check of the okay. animatronic guard. Uh, fourteen. All right. Um, as you're looking him over, checking in his pockets, you know, he's, they, they did not uh, do extra sort of props with him. There's nothing in his pockets. There's nothing. He's got a little badge on his vest up here. Um, one thing he is doing is there is a ring of keys on his finger uh, that he kind of, he moves like this to sort of make him jingle as though he mm -hmm. were twirling them. Um, but you can tell already they're pretty fakey. Okay. All right. Uh, I can go ahead and give the, the lock a shot. All right. Um, 
while she's doing that, I like to move so that when we do open the door, mm -hmm. as assuming I can see where the hinges are, I want to move so that as soon as it opens, I can see in. Okay, great. I, like five, gotcha. 10 feet yes. back just to be ready. Gotcha. Yeah. It's a 24. The 24 uh, was not a crit though, but a 24. No, it was a 19. Just double checking. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, yeah. You bend down. This is the hardest lock of your life. You have never tried to break something quite this tough, but it is old. Um, Bobby and pin. Then, there you go. Bobby, Bobby pin. pin. Yeah. Your, your <laughs> multi-purpose tool. I mean, you're pulling everything out. Even a credit card comes out at one point. You're like, ah, oh, it's not that kind of lock. Uh, you know, but anything that can come to mind to try to make this work. Um, it takes mm -hmm. you a good five minutes of fiddling with it and trying to get things to lock, but you do finally, eventually hear that click. And as you reach your hand up, and turn the knob, it swings open. Looking into the back, you do indeed see a vault. It is filled with shelves. There are a bunch of like safety deposit type boxes, cash boxes, that kind of thing lined up as well as a number of very personal items. You can see things like uh, jewelry that are kind of in bags or, you know, placed within those, those shelves. A lot have little um, paper that has been stapled to the wooden shelves that some have some names on it. Uh, some of the ones maybe from the, the cemetery or from some of these things that you've overheard. Um, but yeah, there are chests and bags uh there are however no animatronics or bodies as far as you see does any of the paper look like it matches the ticket hmm you can give me an investigation check for that uh 13. they're both weathered but you couldn't say i mean it doesn't seem like it's the same paper and you'd be hard pressed to even say it was the same age. Uh, this looks really old. This paper, you're the surprised. No, no, no. The, the paper that's been oh. stapled. This looks You're surprised authentic. it's even still there. Yeah, it looks authentic. That's the best way to say it. It looks authentic. It looks like it's a hundred years old, could be. Looking around in here, how much of it seems to be staged and fake and how much of it might be real? Perception check. Sure. This this door. Um, yeah. Can we clarify the door one more time? Like, yeah. is it um, how, how big is it again, and how heavy? It's a big, heavy metal, like steel, like a door. vault door, like a vault door. Okay. But it just had a regular yeah. lock on it. You know, this isn't a fancy bank. Um, it. <laughs> but it's but it's a, a solid door. It's definitely everything else you've seen has been wood. Silas is looking for something else heavy that he thinks he can prop the door open with. Okay. And, and he is just getting to a place because he's having these flashbacks of, and uh, people might hear him like muttering under his breath of like, yeah, that time I got locked in the vault and uh, it, 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 I didn't get out for an entire like 26 hours. I, I thought I was going to starve. And, and he's just mm -hmm. like getting something in the way of the door to try to keep it propped open. So as you're looking through, there are a bunch of uh, like chests, like family heirloom kind of chests that are lying around. You can grab one of those and place it in front. It is heavy. It's clearly full of, you know, whatever their things are and, and push it to the side. And um, if I have to ask Faruza for help or you know, sure. whatever, it's like, uh, just like, yeah. hey, hey, let's just make sure this door stays there. Well, Faruza, as you're helping him, you hear him muttering these sort of creepy things and memories under his breath that does sort of catch your attention. 
Uh, Neb, what was your, you were perception checking about the authenticity of the room. What'd you get? 18. 18. Unlike everything else, this does, this looks very authentic to you. Almost none of this looks staged. You're looking at this, you're like, yeah, you don't think they let people see this room. You're pretty sure this was off limits because the dust has settled. Um, you know, nothing in here has been sort of cleaned up or, or, or repaired. Um, you know, the, everything looks old. Everything looks a little bit weathered. Um, but, you know, also pretty preserved having been in this space for however long. Well, Silas, what's the, the thing that you say? Case the joint? Are we flipping the joint? Are we, how, what do we do now that we have the bank open? I think we just have to look through everything, right? Yeah, just like ransack it and, and find the mirror shard, presumably, or whatever the next clue is, because again, I'm sure it can't be this easy. I'll start going through lower shelves, bags, yeah. boxes, any of that. And like, yeah, I mean, you guys can search, you can search the room. Yeah, we'll say so. We can do a group roll to see uh, everybody roll an investigation and we'll see. Okay. Uh, Robin, Robin is going to yeah. stay outside of the vault. Okay. Just to mm -hmm. keep watch everybody's back. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm sort of, yeah, Faruz is sort of near the door, but, okay. but looking around and just keeping like watch Great. sort of yeah. anything. I'm Let's going to, uh, as I pass by Maeve to go look at kind of the other side of the, the bank, I'm going to give her a little pat on the shoulder and say, that was awesome. And uh, I'm just going to give you a little bit of support on whatever your <laughs> investigation is going to be. Sounds good. And All right. I rolled an 11. An 11 from Neb. Neb is way too excited to 11. focus on An 11, anything. Silas? Uh, oh, investigation. Investigation. He, he is out. like being very reckless with this. Oh. I would almost even say it's like this. Uh, so um, it doesn't really matter because I rolled a four and a five. Okay, so well, there we like go. A, so Super low. Lower than And Mayu. 16. A 16. Yay. Looking around here, thinking about, you know, that ticket, everything that you've been through, something feels wrong about this. You're looking at this and you're going, I, you know, this this space looks undisturbed. I mean, if it was cleaned up from the from the museum, they just sort of locked the door again. These are people's personal things. Um, and part of you goes, part of you starts to wonder if whoever this is would actually be so obvious to keep things in the bank. I'm not coming up with anything. How about the rest of you? And si Silas kind of like at the end starts to telekinetically just kind of like take things off of any top shelves and yeah. just start to kind of drop them on the floor. Oh, jewelry, money, um, some pieces of gold, uh, a lot of uh, family, you know, heirlooms, uh, china dishes, plates, things like that. Anything people wanted to keep safe, but it's all very uh, homespun. Uh, none of it looks like it's very valuable um uh, beyond sort of the sentimental and then literal coin value yeah and and the recording said that they kept the criminals locked up here yeah. as, in the same vault yep. terrible but you know and, <laughs> and it doesn't look like there's any specific modifications for the criminals there's a chair in the corner 
Yeah, can mm-hmm. I take a look at that chair? Yeah, come on over. Uh, take a look <laughs> at the chair. Uh, the chair, so it's a, it's a, it's a wooden chair. You do notice a bucket off to the side that has some staining in it. Um, <laughs> lovely. Yeah. All right. And That's where they drop deuce. Um, <laughs> yes, I understood. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm. uh, do you think that maybe we overthought the wordplay? It's entirely possible. Well, they've got us keyed up, whoever this that. mastermind is. It's got it us keyed seems... up on thinking everything is significant. Oh. And the names, it, the papers, yeah. the names, there's not a blank one, right? There's not, there's a, not blank a blank one. There's not and any of the names that we're familiar, Ivy or Steve. Or, no, or and Julian. these are all, as you start to look back and look at all of these names and things, they are yeah. all from the the period before so all the names okay. that you've heard from the the different places the gravestones no one that yeah. seems to be related to the museum or to julian or ivy or any of those people are this is all pretty pre and even as you're looking at things even these hope chests feel they feel really antique you know not just vintage this is not 1920s stuff this is this is 1850s this is old um I want to walk outside of the bank yeah. or outside the vault yeah. into the bank proper. Uh-huh. And I want to just start looking at the rest of the bank because, yeah. and I'll look back at everyone and go, well, everything in here is the bank. Maybe we you just yeah, need to be in the true. bank and we don't have to be in the vault in the bank. Maybe we just didn't dig deep enough. Or that, yes, but to the floor. Feel free. <laughs> well, so, as long as we're here, let's take a look around here. If you're going to pout about everything we have to do. I'm not. Might pounding. as well go dig on your own. I'm not. Uh, okay, if you want me to, I will. And I don't Silas want you to. I just want you Silas to care about what we're doing, or or not. Robin hey. will follow him. Okay. <laughs> Silas leaves as as he and Maeve have a little standoff. Robin turns, following Silas out the door. Neb, as you look around the main area of the bank, uh, you know, Maeve and uh, Feruza, you're still in the vault area. Yeah. Um, uh, Neb, as you look around the main area of the vault, everyone begins to feel a little bit hopeless, a little bit like, what are what are we going to yeah. do? Everyone's divided. Um, yeah. This place is very staged. This definitely looks like, you know, there's old, you know, bank cards that people would fill out that are half filled out on there. There's a, a you know, a woman teller behind the thing who's sort of handing a pencil and handing a pencil <laughs> and handing a pencil for eternity. Um, you know, everything here looks really uh, museum-ified. And Neb's gonna go behind where the teller is. Yes. And she's gonna start looking as though she's a teller because uh-huh. they had to have places to, you know, make change and stuff. And uh-huh. so maybe maybe there's like a safe or a storage box or something here. Yeah. Um, looking there, there's a bunch of shelves and all kinds of things with all sorts of little pencils and papers and things like that. Um, there is indeed a small safe right beneath her station. I'll try it. Is it locked? Uh, it is not locked. I'll open it. You pop it open <laughs> and it is I'm now empty. a safe cracker. <laughs> it is empty to your eye. Hmm. Well, I'm still a safe cracker. I'm going to say it. And I'm just going to continue to like... Uh, Scout sur- this area. Yes. Yeah. Well, not just the, the mm-hmm. back, but also kind of the bank itself. Um, just looking at either for clues or something else. The fact that it's staged, I think Neb 
thinks this might help because everything mm -hmm. else we've come across has been set, has been staged mm -hmm. in a way. So mm -hmm. she'll just continue to look around the actual bank proper. Cool. All right, we will come back to the three of you. Silas, mm -hmm. as you trudge through the snow, it is even deeper now. You hear the, the crunching of it beneath your feet as you move back towards the grave and the river. Uh, Robin, you're following behind him, potentially using his footsteps to make it so much easier for you uh, as you both uh, make your way back towards the old grave. And, and um, as Silas is walking, uh, you know, wherever he's seeing like, figures you know even if they're mm -hmm. just a little bit in the distance yeah um he he's he's actually got like a pep in his step and he's like snapping and then eventually he's like oh no finger gunning <laughs> and oh, uh oh, he, he no. continues to, to no. kind of like strut oh, yeah and, and, <laughs> and so miss miss robin is getting you know the you're gonna show and um and then he's eventually you know going to kind of slide of the river as you slide the actual bank yes as you slide into the river uh right back to where neb was digging before uh, you know the snow has really you know t picked up here um your feet sinking into thick mud the water beginning to pool around your feet uh look listen youngster you're gonna need this, and she's gonna. I'm, hand I'm him like the 20 shovel. years younger than you, or something. <laughs> uh, she'll hand him the shovel. Okay, this might help. You dig in, Silas? Uh, sure. All right. I mean, it, you know, Miss Robin. Honestly, like we're after the shard, and I, I don't get it. Like all I care about is finding the shard, and it seems like nobody else cares about that. I. I I absolutely care about it. I don't know what makes you think that they I, don't. They I, just I, more I, easily I distract care, and that's 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 why you're out here. So you get it, Miss Rob. <laughs> like you get it. And he's just idly digging. He's not yeah. even really looking yeah. where he's digging. He's just like digging. There's down. just mud slinging right and left uh, around him. He looks like a crazy person to you, Robin. He's just you know digging his way through in here um, um, in the middle of a snowstorm. Uh, you know, his hair, his hat is, you know, gone. His hair is getting matted down by the the weight of the snow and the cold and the wet. Um, you know, does, does that Silas have a little beard? Yes. Oh, yeah. All the snot and, uh, you know, starts to freeze in the beard and you get those little tracks. I mean, he looks like a, like a wild man. And, and she's never even going to know where I am. Like I, I have no way to get any kind of word back to her. And you it's, mean it's, no, I'm just, I'm just saying she's not going to have any clue what happened to me. And he Ding. just keeps digging. The spade <gasps> hits something solid. Wait a minute. And then he finally like pays attention to what he's doing. Looks down. About a foot in the bank, you have hit something metal. As you reach your hands in, begin to clear some of the mud aside, you can very clearly see metal bracing that would go around a chest. Hey, I think we've got some kind of pay dirt here. <gasps> keep digging, keep digging. <laughs> As you and Robin continue to dig, we will go back to the bank and the three of you. I've continued to just tear the place apart, looking for anything. Everything. Yeah. Uh, give me a quick investigation. Sure. And then I want a perception check. 
Uh, investigation is a 16. Okay, and then your perception. And then my perception is an 18. They're slowly right. getting better. <laughs> As you are looking around this space, uh, you know, you're very quickly kind of going, oh, this is, this is, this is lost cause. We're, we're off the track. I, you know, this is, this is wrong. I, you just feel like this is so untouched of an area. And as that happens, a sound captures your ear. Could it possibly be the crunch of snow under shambling feet from outside? And it's clearly shambling. I don't think it's Silas or Robin. It has an irregular rhythm to it. Uh, is it coming from door Which granted sides? could be Silas out there walking too if it's an irregular rhythm. <laughs> it, which direction is it coming from? From outside. Uh, but I mean like where oh, the like, door is? Or like side? the main street. Like straight outside. Neb freezes and looks over Feruza and Maeve and says, Do you hear that? Uh, here, what did you hear? It's someone's coming, and I don't think it's Silas or Robin. And I'm gonna produce some fire in my hand, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna go over to the door. Did we leave the front door open, or is it closed? As far as I know, you left it open. I'm going to. I'm not gonna get like in the doorway, but like five feet from the door, and just mm -hmm. kind of do one of those and mm. peer into the darkness. Yeah. So it's pretty bright in here and it's pretty dark out there. Even with your dark vision, that contrast is not helping you. Uh, but you peer into the darkness ahead. Um, the wind is beginning to. Oh, God. Push that by. But every once in a while through that, you can hear the crunch again. Slowly, as your eyes begin to adjust and you stick your head a little bit forward, you see at least six, no, maybe eight figures slowly walking towards the cemetery. I don't like the look towards on your face cemetery. now. Towards the cemetery, okay. <laughs> oh. Um, I think we just, what? we just turned into one of those zombie movies. There's four oh. of them They're moving towards the cemetery. Do you think, Mr. Four? Robin? And Six, yeah. I said six or eight for no. what you can see. Oh, wait, I know. So I, I thought you were intentionally getting it wrong. I held up four, four, four fingers, so that's what I did. I did that to you. But oh. six, <laughs> no, maybe eight. She, she goes, there's four of them. Oh, no, wait, hold on. Oh, no, there's a horde. There's a whole horde of them all going. Do you think Miss Robin and, and uh, Silas are okay? Going oh. after Silas and Robin? Or? No, well, they're, they're head. Come here, come here, come here, come here. And I'll point okay. them out. and. Uh, with how they're walking towards the cemetery, mm -hmm. are they going to come close to the doorway, or are they far enough away that their angle will oh, not? Quite a few will. Even <sighs> as you as you stick your head forward and kind of look out, you can see there's a number of them now, maybe 10, maybe 12, maybe 14. Now, walking down the porches, they're going to pass right by this open door any moment. We got to get out of here, and we got to go help Robin and, and Silas. They, they They've alerted the zombies somehow, and there's so a horde coming. in front of the creatures. Well, either that or they're coming by here, and we're stuck in here. Okay. Oh, we, right. we have to leave now. And as soon as I get the okay. affirmative from them, Ned dashes we're, and is going. We're going to take lock off. Lock them in the vault that's designed to hold captives. Uh, that's a great idea. 
there's about 12 of them to get into that vault and get uh, well, close enough well, to get them well. to go into the vault. And yeah, Neb is like as Neb. close to the, mm-hmm. the, uh, the bank as possible and mm-hmm. is going to duck around and try to go in the direction right. of the ground. You step right. outside, you can see one's just 20 feet there. You can see it at the edge of your vision. It's coming towards you as you back up, looking behind you, hoping that nothing comes around behind the back. Maeve, Fruza, are you following? Uh, yes, Fruza definitely follows. All right, oh. you step outside <laughs> yeah. as well into this darkness. Again, it immediately seems to, to, to come, you know, swamp in around you as you keep looking around, going back to back, trying to be able to see, but they seem to be just coming out of the darkness from every direction. Every body that was lying there on the ground now straight up walking towards you. We'll pause for you guys in a moment. Silas and Robin. You're able to clear out around the edge of this chest. It is not huge, uh, but a good sizable piece so that you can actually get your fingers in and around the sort of edges of the metal. Lifting it up. Give me a, a strength check, please. You have to pull it, suction it out can of the Can I try mouth. to assist with my telekinetic force? You can, yes. I will. You can add okay. your spell casting. Excellent. Um, athletics or strength? Sorry, I can't remember. I just said strength, but if you want right. to do athletics, you can do that. Um, so that is going to be plus the, uh, 18. Okay. I can't wait, wait. <laughs> it unsuctions from the mud. You grab it, you know, struggling backwards, taking a few feet, uh, steps back into that water, you know, rising up around your boots. But as you bring it around in front of you, it's, it's a, it's a, a small sort of chest. Um, it's covered in mud, uh, but as you scrape away at the top of it, you can see inscribed on the top is a J and a C. A lock in the front of it. Wait, what, what, what was Julian's last name? Do you remember? Corbin? JC? Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and, and so you said there's like a keyhole or a lock? There's a there's a keyhole, an ornate okay. keyhole on the front. Oh, all right. I'm, I, all right. I'll, I'll try this out. Like typically, I just use drills because it was faster. Um, but uh, I'm going to start pulling out um, the lock pick set that right. Silas has from his back. Go ahead and give me a thieves tool check, please. Okay. Um, let's see. It's plus. So that is going to be 16. 16. As you begin to work on it, something shoots out of the lock, stabbing you in the uh, palm of your hand. Um, As that happens, you feel a warm liquid slide into your veins. That is five piercing and three poison. As you pull your hand back, immediately it starts to go numb. You see a little drop of blood begins to slide down your wrist. As you look at the lock and see now, there are two triggers of this. Are you okay? I'm I'm fine. This uh, bastard also trapped all this. So again, sadist. I'm I'm do you need help? Sick of this stupid. No, no, I'm fine. And then Silas at this point. Yes. Uh, just takes it against the headstone and he just <laughs> slams the slams the chest against the headstone. Fantastic. Um, uh, athletics with okay. your, if you want to telekinetically help yourself, sure. go ahead. <laughs> oh, wow. So that's an 18 on the die. So that's going to be 22, 26. 
Robin with a wild look in his eye. I mean, the the frozen beard, the frozen hair, his cheeks are red, there's blood on his hand as he smashes this thing on top of this ancient stone, all the jagged bits of it shattering into pieces. As this happens, money, paper money flies into the air. Silas, it rains cash all around your head. <laughs> Robin, you notice landing in the snow next to it is a leather-bound packet of letters of parchment and a small piece of mirror. Uh, Robin's gonna just dive for both of those things, making sure that <laughs> he doesn't like land on them or nothing falls on them. She's going for it. Silas, you're looking up at this cloud of cash. Robin, Robin literally slides into home plate in front of this, <laughs> this gravestone and scoops up this leather-bound, you know, packet of, of paper and the mirror shard, which you carefully sort of lift in the palm of your hand. We will come back to you guys in a moment. The three of you. <laughs> As you are backing away from the from the bank, again, the snow making it hard to see, you see all of these creatures begin to pick up a little speed at this point. Uh -oh. They're starting to move a little bit faster. You too begin to pick up speed. They don't seem to be quite as fast as you are, but they are much faster than you thought they would be. Um, as you get to the, the fence and step over this broken fence, again, trying to keep, make sure, you can now see they're starting to come around the side from the back of some of the buildings. Others are coming through the cemetery on the other side. Now you've lost count. Um, at the edges, the periphery of your lights and your vision, it feels like they're just coming out of every corner of this space. Finally, you can hear Silas, everything kind of a, the break of wood and the rend of metal. And as you look back, you see money flying in the air and Robin on the ground at the foot of the headstone. Horde is coming, horde is coming. Don't know what happened. Did you find it? Because the horde is coming. I've got it. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Robin stands up, you can see in their headlights reflected in this tiny piece of glass. <gasps> We've got the shard. You're awesome. Damn we gotta money. go. Let's go. I'm leaving now. <laughs> I'm about to take a quick look around. Are we completely surrounded or is there a path to go <clears throat> somewhere? I mean, depends how you want to do it. I mean, they are not packed together. There is space between them, but there are creatures. In can we direction, can we go behind you? You could go, go in. You could go into the, the river. You the, there there are some coming from around back behind the buildings. Okay. Those that were so in we're the alley. The river then. The only the only safe the only space where there are no creatures is behind you in the river. But we need to get to the train, which yeah. is in the opposite <laughs> direction. Like soon, we can't fight all of these things. No. You know what? Then we're gonna have to bum rush them all. <laughs> And Neb is gonna change into Feruza's moose. Well, her, the moose. She's gonna change into a moose with the blue eyes. Uh-huh. And this it's large beautiful. moose with massive antlers and these thin but very strong legs. Yes. She's gonna paw the ground and she's gonna think about that moment when she was a moose a little while ago and how much she really just wanted her charge towards stuff. And I'm gonna pick a direction that seems to have the fewest zombies and I'm just putting my head down and charging. Okay. Because um, I, I can do that. Yes you, yes, you can. Please make a, a 
goring charge attack as you move forward. Yeah, so I got this thing that's literally charged that if I move at least 20 feet. (laughs) Yep, you can uh, add extra attack, right? Hits with a ram attack in the same turn the target takes. Yeah, I get get extra damage. Okay, go ahead and see if you hit. Okay, all right, let's let's see what happens. Okay, yeah, that probably hits. That's a... um, I rolled a 16 on the die. Definitely hits, yes. Um, So it, or whoever I hit, Need to make a strength saving throw, DC 13, or be knocked prone. Um, I'm going to offer, since you were just like, I'm going to give you multiple targets on this. Okay. How many How many attacks do you want me to roll? Uh, well, we're going to say the one hit three as you were moving forward. I'm giving it to you because this should be a minion horde battle, right? So oh, you perfect, just like perfect. ran a straight line and put your horns in gear, right? So um, two, of them, uh, two of them failed, one of them saved. Awesome. Um, so those two are uh, prone, I assume. Uh, yeah, anyone who failed is knocked prone. But they're all going to take your damage. Uh, so they're all going to take 13 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Um, and if possible, because I'm just trying to forge a path for my mm-hmm. friends, I'm mm-hmm. not staying to attack. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. just pushing yeah. them. I'm whacking them i'll if they come up behind me i'll kick uh, whatever Fantastic. i gotta do to let's roll initiative my Ooh. friend Ooh. neb just started a combat i know i know i did <laughs> i'm sorry everybody that's okay right. oh, i'm finally rolling well though <laughs> all right feruza 21 you said yes all right feruza 21 mave uh 17 17 for mave Neb? 18. 18 for Neb. Uh, Silas? 22. 22 for Silas. And Robin? 17. Jeez, these are some good rolls. Right? He wants um, out of here now. Wow. You all are ready <laughs> to I'm leave. Sorry, Robin was what? So uh, Robin was 17. Uh, Maeve, I, I'm, I'm a zero, Dex. Yeah, I'm assuming you're ahead of her on that. All right. Um, so, actually... <laughs> Neb's zombies get to go first. They rolled the highest. Um, wow. <laughs> whoa. Even two the of zombies them... are rolling well tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, two of them are um, uh, down, so they're going to stand up. But, Neb, you are surrounded by these three that you've pummeled into. There was this little cluster that you cleared. Um, so all three of them are going to stand up and throw their bodies into you. All right. All right, I got a 14, a 19, and a 17. All hit. What? Fantastic. The, the moose has a better armor class than I do, but not much. <laughs> nice. Not much. All right. Nice. That will be uh, 10 bludgeoning damage as they pound their shoulders into the side of this moose. And that's total for all three? And that's total for all three. She's looking rough, but she's still a moose. Okay. Uh, this on here. All right. That is them. Well, how much damage did you do on that first one there? So, oh, no, I wrote it down. Okay. 13. Got it. Great. Okay. Uh, Silas, you are up next. Uh, Silas starts to kind of rush forward, but yes. the entire time he is, um, he is making sure that he basically is keeping his head on a swivel and watching where the mirror shirt is. Okay, great. Time. It's like he's not losing focus on that. And, uh, you know, pretty intentionally at this point, not Miss Robin, the yes. mirror shark. The um, mirror shark. And, and so um, as he uh, kind of, uh, you know, steps forward, um, you, uh, you know, hear kind of like a, 
like a guitar chord sound out through this minor illusion that starts just booming in the place. And then you hear that um, like kind of uh, amplified voice a little bit, uh, almost trying to like draw attention, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to, to some degree. Um, he uh, just starts uh, singing, I hurt myself today just to see if I still feel. And basically I'm going to just light whatever the closest one up uh, in front of me. And I'm okay. going to kind of just, I'm, I'm rushing, but also it, it, it looks like he's just not very concerned about what, what's in front. He's concerned okay. about making sure the path is clear. So, so are you following Neb's path and going after those creatures yes. that are on her? In, or are in, you in, any of the fallout? If, if, if that's the, yeah, like whatever is going to keep the path clear. So if that's right. the ones that she's already hit, then then yes, that would be it. great. All right, so you're going after those same ones. All right, go ahead. So the three, you just saw them. I mean, she rushed through them, knocking two of them down. But as soon as they stood up, she was surrounded by these three and all three of them just threw their bodies. And you could see her throw her moose head up in the air and and sort of, I don't know, do they whinny? You know, they <laughs> whatever that I mean, noise they is. Move. Bray, oh, they move, um, they bray, that's yeah. <laughs> It's very obvious this moose has no idea what noise to make. And so you just hear very weird noises. (laughs) A strange moose call. Um, So there's three there you can target. What is the... um, uh, So at this point, Silas definitely tactically understands that these things are dangerous to people. Uh, Is there... Are all three of them in close range with with Neb? Yes, all three of them have her surrounded. And there are none that are like beyond... Oh, sure there are. Okay. In the same path as her. Oh, yeah. Like ahead of her? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I would actually prefer to do one that is not just right on top. Okay. Because I, uh, Silas is going to think that's going to make it uh, make it worse and make the path least efficient. Okay. So um, in order to get within your eye line of them and sight with light and everything like that, you'll have to move up. You can stay out of five of melee range of those three if you'd like. Sure. You'll have to move up to kind of where they are. T- totally fine. Okay, he, great. You move up there. Really there. Yeah. You spot ahead, trying to sort of, again, clear this path right directly down Main Street that's going to head towards the train station. Um, 20 on the die. <laughs> Critical <laughs> hit. Nice. Um, and, and basically at this point, um, as uh, he's doing that, you see that um, Silas... Uh, just uh, says in a gravelly voice, transform and rise up. And you see that this illusory version of Silas starts to almost like, and then he turns into like a giant gun that just kind of floats for just a second. And you see like a giant bolt come out. Um, and that is an eighth roll that damage twice. They're not immune to critical hits, are they? No, they are not. Okay. Um, so that they most certainly to, are not. Um, that is 17 points of force. Wow. So this Silas projectile Silas <laughs> just <laughs> smashes into two of them up ahead. Um, there's a cluster of two that are sort of shambling forward again in this main drag as you're going forward. You're able to hit them both uh, with quite a good little bit of force there, knocking them back. Um, again, probably some fingers fell to the ground. Another one lost an uh. ear that is now, you know, sitting there. I hope you like, I, this is my jam. Think of me a lot of dismemberment tonight, ladies and, <laughs> and gentlemen and, si- and, si- and all. Silas kind of like reappears very uh, quickly, you know, yes. and then he's like, power flows to those who seek it. 
And he just yells that out, kind of amplified <laughs> voice. Feruza. Okay, so there's one that's still sort of up. So there's right? there's three surrounding um, Neb, yeah. and then there's two a little bit further on that okay. uh, that uh, Silas hit. But they're all, and then there's still a ton on the sides of you guys as you're starting to move forward, if that's what you choose okay. to do. Okay, so Fruz is aware that we that we're just trying to get through this this group. We're not trying to create like a, a mob fight here. Mm -hmm. So she just all she can do is go for the nearest one, but still keep it ra still keep it ranged. I guess. Somewhat. Okay. So there's a zombie. You want to do kind of what Silas did, which is like come up along the other side and go after the two in front. The, yeah, the two. Okay. In front. Um. So when she sees us, she's just gonna like immediately rage her all you see is her eyes start flashing the wind lifts her hair off her shoulders and you yes. see like little tinsel the snow starts to swirl around your head for yes. if anything it feels like like a weird tornado of energy and wind and snow begins to surround you yes and you look at her she looks larger oh bigger. yeah she just appears bigger and even when she picks up her axe and swings it you'll notice it looks like a gavel. For some reason, it just looks like a gavel. And she's going to, and it's going to be like loud as if a loudspeaker. She's going to be like, order in the court. She's going to swing the gavel. At the one. For a ranged throw? Ooh. Or are you going up I mean, into I melee? I can throw it, yeah, right? Yeah, I you can throw it. it up after. You can totally throw it. You just have to remember to pick it up. It's on your way. Yes. Okay, she's throwing like, it. Yep. Gotcha. Just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> head exactly. over, head over. And toe. it's electric. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, crap. One. <gasps> and you know what the funny thing is? So I'm, I'm using like, so basically crushing hurl. And they're yeah. like, you get plus two with that. It doesn't matter if you roll a one. <laughs> Thanks. It doesn't matter if you roll a one. Um. As it goes end over end, it's almost like the wind picks it up. It flies over the heads of your targets and disappears into the darkness. The light of it going out. If you want to try to find it, we'll deal with that later. Anything else, Feruza? No, she's just going to stand there with like her mouth agape, completely not realizing she just reacted because she was reckless so yeah oh if you were reckless if you if you did yeah. it reckless you can you get it with advantage <laughs> that is very true think again backwards 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 retcon <laughs> coming back <laughs> roll with advantage please Rusa. i just rolled please a be kind no! oh no, no! Okay. Wow. Alicia, you are no longer allowed to use a digital roller. Okay. <laughs> that is amazing. Digital dice. I mean, I made yeah. this tool set and I don't think I've ever seen that. Right digital there. dice are not your friend. The the no. technology gremlins. Yeah, no, it's only die hard dice. Don't die hard from now on. Come on. Come on. Oh, okay. No. It spirals off into the night and you'll find it later. <laughs> so <laughs> back into Bo forward. both sliding doors time wise. Yes. <laughs> it's the same thing. Hey, it's a fixed point in time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Goes flying. 
Um, all right, amazing, Carissa. Anything else? I think that probably not, but oh, okay. I do anything else, Steph. Nothing. <laughs> Carissa just, yes, mouth open stares into the dark Running? abyss from which her her gavel uh, went. She did run up a little bit. If you want to, if you want a bit more, I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know how much speed you have, but Neb had to go at least 20 feet. So you probably would have to have moved 30 in order to target those other creatures behind yeah. her or beyond her. And I, yeah, and my reach increases by five feet, so. Okay, so yeah, so you're you're just there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, at this point, the two that Silas and Feruza have been targeting um, now begin to push their way forward. And again, they're moving a little faster than you thought. How far away were you targeting, Silas? How far can you target with your... Um... Uh, well, it depends on the site, I suppose. It would be whatever the extreme, That's true. So with your light edges. 20, so if you get 20 feet? Yeah. Fantastic. They make it to you. There's two of them. Uh, they head right up to Silas, both of them. That is a 19 and a natural one. It's a 19 okay. hits. Uh, yes, but Silas okay. is going to use a reaction. Okay, go ahead. Um, and is uh, just... Uh, simply going to stare at it just almost dead-eyed mm -hmm. and is just going to say, my condition has left me cold to your pleas of mercy. And you almost see like these illusory tubes start to uh, come out of him and a giant oh. glowing red thing around his heart is kind of just pulsing just a little bit. Um, and um, and it, it's going to be silvery barbs, and so they need to re-roll that. Right okay. Oh. That is a fourteen. Does not. Uh, that does hit. Still. Does still hit. Does okay. Hit still. Yeah. Okay. That is only three points of bludgeoning damage. As the one, he probably, you know, he he lost some fingers, so he slaps you, but it's kind of loose and limp and doesn't do too much to you. Yeah, and as that happens, uh -huh. um, I'm gonna choose Neb. Um, and you're going to have advantage on your next attack roll, ability check, or saving throw, which you make in the next minute. Well, Neb, you're up. Okay. What? Wait, what? Oh, it's not true. Yeah. Neb is, Neb is next. Um, are any of the three that I hit still prone, or oh, did they all stand up? No, they all stood up. Okay. So I have gone after the one that would be the most in the way for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, and there's my advantage. Uh, so 17 to hit. That hits. So they're going to take six bludgeoning damage as I just ram one horn into one of them. I'm trying to, once again, not only hurt, but like push yeah. out of the way. Yeah. Um, so uh, do I do a strength saving throw against it or is just... To, to be honest, because I couldn't charge, that's more for flavor okay, than anything fun. else. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Just, um, yeah. So you knock, it's, you know, it's almost like you're trying to like, you know, get water out of your ear or something like that as you sort of sideways knock into this thing. Uh, you said for six damage? Yeah. For six, um, you do knock it, and in fact, its head goes kind of flying off in the other direction as, as it falls backwards into these shards along the ground. Um, however, you are tall, it is down on the ground. You don't get any flyback from that. Uh, anything else, Neb? How far away are the two that were, uh, the two that targeted Silas? Did they like walk? Oh, they, no, they walked closer, so they're, they're within five feet of all of you now. Well, drat. Um, past he's, them. You know, he's a little bit off to the side, so maybe you have 10 feet. Okay. 
uh, past them. Yes. It, once again, in the direction we got to yep. go, do I see anything directly blocking our path that absolutely might be, say, 20 feet away or oh, more? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In oh, fact, wow. you see a clump of six of them directly between you and the station. You're you're not even halfway through this town yet. How far away is the clump? Mm, 30 feet. Okay. And only you can see that. Yeah. I'm gonna wait. I'm okay. gonna wait. I'm eyeing them and I still got two next to me, but she's gonna yeah, wait because she, she can suddenly move real fast and she can get up there, but <laughs> that, that's not gonna work as well. So yeah, All right. I'm done. So you're staying. Maeve. Uh, Maeve looks around uh, and looks at the pathway and sees this swarming. Yeah. Uh, and and looks at them and goes, "Are you trying to hit me?" And all of a sudden, sort of, it, it starts off almost looking like a reflection off of the water. Yes. But you, looking at Maeve, she sort of the light bounces around her, and suddenly there are three of her. Ooh. very tough to tell which one is which as yes. she sort of starts Ooh. to bolt through the crowd as as nimbly as possible amazing um so amazing amazing <laughs> even better it is amazing um That's terrible. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> no, no, we're no we're gonna you know you name of the episode so, so yes this is me now and then it'll <laughs> decrease as we go oh my gosh <laughs> amazing oh so silas feruza neb you're all kind of distracted a bit by this but you start to see maves everywhere <laughs> run past you robin as you're you know standing at the back sort of trying to figure out what you're going to do you just see all these maves show up and begin to run forward um mave yes are you dashing? So you're going to take your. I can't dash because I can't okay. use that. Okay. I, I only so have you're my going about 30 feet past the, the spell. Okay, um, great. So, yeah, 35 feet is my. Is 35 my feet. So you can come up basically level with the rest of your party there. Okay. Okay. Uh, in which case, one, two, three, four. We'll say you, you dash by two of them. So they're going to take okay. two quick little things. That will fail, but this one will hit, I'm sure. 21. A uh, twenty-one will hit. However, okay. yes. Um, all of a sudden, as it hits, I'm going to go ahead and react to it. Yes. Um, there's a face that sort of appears in front of all three of the maves. Actually, no, no. It, it'll hit a. It'll hit a duplicate. Never mind. It's okay. Fine. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's all good. It's all good. Mm -hmm. So it hits a duplicate. Yes. It okay, great. It slides so into one of the maves. All of you go, <gasps> as you think she's been hit, but suddenly that one just kind of flies up into the air. Maeve, as oh, that hey. happens, you hear a voice in your mind. It says, hear me, dearest. You are getting closer. Robin. Uh, did anyone else hear that? What? <laughs> Robin, awesome. thirty feet at the back of the pack. Awesome. Um, uh, could I say with a free action, she picks up her shovel? Yes, you can. <laughs> okay. Where Silas dropped it, <laughs> she's gonna stuff it, stuff it into her bag. And <laughs> you got it. it. You never got know. It. She's got. Uh, she's also gonna stuff in the leather-bound things, and she's mm -hmm. got the shard. Got the shard. She's gonna hold it. Because it, is it wrapped? Uh, it is not. 
It is not wrapped. Okay, well she's gonna she's gonna kind of tuck it into like her side, her like overall. She's not uh-huh. gonna put it into her bag. She's worried uh-huh. about it. She's gonna okay. hold on to it. Okay. And she's gonna say, "Well, <sighs> you weren't the running back on your community college team for nothing." and she's going to begin to run into the most cleared path she sees everyone's trying to clear yes yes so it is her goal to use as much of a cleared like get just like a offensive lineman just exactly (laughs) right okay right through follow the blocks so you are dashing i'm going to i'm going to depends on what i hit I'm going to use my 30 feet of movement to get uh-huh. up there. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. What's in front of me? I am going to use my everything to move, but I have expeditious retreat. Okay. Now, either I'm going to use that or I have something else depending on what's in front of me. Okay. So like Maeve, to get past this line, you're going to have to contend with at least two of these things. What's beyond that line? Beyond that line, um, you can't see. All right, fair. I'm going for it. Great. All right, so 30 feet as I get to this front line where I know that I see things. Yes. uh, You just see, like, Robin's running and dashing, and then (laughs) a little bit of mist is all that's left. Yeah, literally snow dust that you all eat. You all eat a little of her snow dust. (laughs) As she road runners. My mouth was open. (laughs) Me too. Yeah, I was like, damn, what? Uh, And then 33, uh, 30 feet. Ahead, ahead is where all you come up short, uh, stopping as fast as you can as a line of six, a clump of six of these things is directly in front of you. Wait, as they come into view, okay. I I allow you can you can steer a little bit aside. You don't have to be within five feet of them if you wanted to. Well, let's see. I used I used a bonus action and I used my movement Mm -hmm. with my action. I would like to, uh, but I used a spell, right? So, okay. Um, you could use okay. a cantrip. I can use a cantrip. Uh, then it, you said a line of six? Yeah, a clump in front of you of six of these things. All okay. in their old timey clothes, uh, hair falling out of their scalps. Uh, <laughs> the clothes are all ragged with holes in them. You can see bits of bone and intestine frozen and hanging out of the front. Okay. Mm, all right. Yeah. Well, then I just, I just, you know, I'm going to use everything I got. So as she's, you know, probably get, just lost some momentum, she's just going to say, nope. Just like one from me. She's just going to hand straight out and a firebolt. Straight yes. at one of them, maybe at in one the middle. Of those. Hopefully, maybe be able to break them apart and keep going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give me your attack. Uh, I'm plus five, so I'm gonna roll on there. Wow. That is an 18, so 23. 23 will hit. Absolutely. Hey. Give me damage. Give me good damage. Give me good damage. Uh, ah, four fire damage. Four fire damage. Doesn't matter. As you hit them. They light up on fire. You start to see extra bits of them begin to melt and fall off in the pieces. And indeed, they do sort of, you know, split apart, trying to get away from the one in the center who's really on fire. Anything else, Robin? That is all I can do. All right. All six of them shamble up onto you. Oh, my gosh. Kill them with fire. (laughs) I'm pretty sure four of those hit. This is 16 hit you robin a 16 a 16 yeah that'll hit okay 
Wow. Four of them come forward. And as you begin to see them leaning in to jump on you, suddenly a huge stone figure. Boom. Steps in front of you as he puts his arm out, uh, almost in an exact opposite of when he crushed you. He takes all four into his body as you stop and look up, barely silhouetted against the night sky, and the snow coming down is your Steve. Did someone pay to Steve? A ten foot tall statue in my life. As as he intercepts, giving you a plus five to your AC, what does that get you to? Uh, That gets me to... uh, uh, (laughs) Okay. 17. 17? Okay, one of them is going to get by him and still hit you, but only one. Four points of bludgeoning damage. Got it. He takes the, you know, the rest of all of these bounce off of his stone frame, doing absolutely nothing to him. They might as well be flies um, as he stands between the two of you. It is now his turn. Yay, With a 24, the (laughs) other arm, boom! Like a bunch of bowling pins, he slams his arms into the group. Ooh, taking three of them down to the ground. Another one flies off into the darkness. You're not even quite sure where it went. He stops, looks down to you and says, turns around and starts to head back to help the rest of the group. All right, off from the side, now coming in around behind, the rest of the four of you that are back there see they're beginning to to gain up behind you, but they don't reach you yet. Around from the other side at the back, they're now closing in on all sides um, as two more groups, two from one side and another six from the other begin to close the ranks around you. We're back up to Neb's creatures. Neb, two of them are still there. Only one is going to hit with a 17. Yep. Three bludgeoning damage. That was just, just enough as it smacks me. And then she's just standing there in her regular form. And the snow, she's like, I was enjoying that. (laughs) (laughs) Neb, immediately, there's, there's more space now between you and these two around you. But now you can look over and see your, your friends, your allies just off to the side uh, as these creatures begin to kind of, they were looking up and their heads slowly come down and take in your new size. Silas, you're up. Silas is going to try something. Uh, and and basi- basically you see Silas reach into uh, a pocket and he pulls out the mirror shard um, an illusory version of the mirror shard. Oh. <laughs> he, his, he, he amplifies his voice and says, hey, is this what you're looking for? And then he's going to chunk it and he's going to make the illusion look like it sticks and wedges into Steve's head. Okay. And, um. ju- and he's trying to draw a lot of attention to this. So he's like, Trying to see it's a fake version. Do we think you do the real one? <laughs> I don't, don't know. He's just trying. Okay. 
I don't even know what I was rolling. I was just like, let's just see what I roll about whether these things like this. I kid you not, just because this is hilarious. And, you know, Alicia, I rolled three twos. <laughs> no joke. What? I rolled three d20s what and rolled three twos. They That's all, they all, good. you I pull hope. it out. Every eye in that space turns towards it <laughs> as you boomerang it toward and make it look as though it lands in Steve's head. Every single one of these things kind of turns and looks in that direction. Um, absolutely, you have caught their attention. Whether they care or not, we'll deal with on their turn, but you've absolutely caught their attention. Anything else, Silas? Uh, and then I'm booking it. You're booking it. Okay. We've got to go. We've got to go. You're going to take two op attacks. They're both going to miss um, as you dart away from your two and begin to head straight towards Steve and this break that he has made in the horde. Uh, Feruza. Okay, so Feruza there, she she's going to go in the same direction she was going before, but she's missing her axe. She reaches up, so she's still raging. Yes. She's going to reach up to her glasses and she's like, I don't think I need these anymore. And she's going to break out the glass lens, but she's going to put the empty frames back on her face anyway. <laughs> she, and she's going to crush them in her hand. And as she's doing that, they become like electrified, sort of the little shards of the eyeglass. And she's literally just going to throw them at the, the, I wish I could like describe it, but the one that's standing like sort of kitty corner front near Neb, I guess. Sure. You're, you want to clear Neb's path, basically. Yes. So yep. can go. So she's going to throw it, and it, I'm going to use the mechanics of, like, dagger, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so it's, I'm going to use. If you flavor in my game, you can do whatever the frick you want. So Yes. <laughs> flavor it like that, and, like, yes, I say yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm 20, so easy. 20, 20, 20, 20, yes. I mean, you can roll damage if you want to, but. Yeah. But. It's like this. Get a lighter, get a lighter out. Woo. <laughs> Please, okay, you so take out your glasses. Floor pop the glass out i mean it's the it's the most metal thing any of you have ever seen she crushes glass in her hands and then like throws these like electrified pieces of glass neb you're standing there suddenly a person again and looking at this thing in front of you that cocks its head and begins to lunge forward until everything kind of slams into its body these little pieces of electrified and again right in front of you explodes uh, again things flying away from you this time instead of towards you landing onto the ground away from you yeah. um anything else Feruza? no that's it are you running yes oh <laughs> you're following she's silence. also gonna be looking like as she's running she's looking for the baby the baby yes uh you're running away from two <laughs> so you're gonna take two ops uh i'm pretty sure they're both gonna miss though it is a 14 probably doesn't hit you no, it doesn't make it. Okay. You don't take either of those op attacks as you rush forward again towards Steve uh, ahead. Um, mm -hmm. Those two are right there. They start to shamble uh, in the direction of Feruza, Silas, and Steve. They're not going to make it, though, in this turn. Neb, you are up. You've still got two around you. Still got two. Okay. No, I'm sorry. You have one. That's right. Okay. She took the next one out. You've only got one. You've got one. Right behind you. You'll take an op attack if you run, but other than that. And in front of me, in our path, is there still multiples or did Steve fully Steve ball them cleared, all? I mean, they're still there, but he cleared a path momentarily. 
perfect. I'm going to look back at this one and go, I was having fun. And when she says fun, <laughs> it's this wave comes out of her like a yes. thunderclap. I needed to make a constitution saving throw, DC 15. Please work. That's a two. That's another two. So five. This finally works. Ooh, <laughs> it's going to take 11 thunder damage and oh. it is automatically pushed 10 oh. feet away from me. Ooh, yes. I scream at this I thing how angry I am Fun. that I lost my moose. <laughs> Fun. And it's almost like the, the breath coming out of your mouth pushes this thing backward as its arms begin to flare. Whatever hair it has left is kind of blown off of its body. Uh, it looks like paper. It is such a, a light little thing that kind of floats backwards a little bit, uh, getting out of your way. You are now clear to run should you like to. She does. There's okay. like a, a tenth of a second in where she just gives herself like this really proud. <sighs> yeah, and then she... <laughs> <laughs> as fast as her little legs will take her. All right, you're making your way up towards Steve. May. Yeah. I dashing toward the the home. Yeah. <laughs> running your way forward. As you're running, this voice continues to speak in your head. Hear me, dearest. You are getting closer. Remember our bond and trust in me. As you make your way up closer to Steve. Uh, anything else you want to do? I, I, uh, I don't know what they want from me. All right. You're going to dash? Are you going to keep going um, past Steve? You're going to stick around there? Because you have enough to do it. To get all the way? Well, I'm, I'm saying you have, you, within your movement, you can make it up to where Steve is. If okay. You still have an action and a bonus action if you want. Yeah, I'll get up towards Steve. Okay. Yeah, you're there. I just want to get, I mean, the, the goal is to get our path toward home okay um, so you want to so go I'm, your, if next, dashing, your next if that bit? takes a dash to get there then I'll... great you continue to run through you you miss you know down multiple this, maves dashing. Yeah, multiple <laughs> maves maves dashing, dashing around down this corridor that steve has created just like a bolt of of, of tall you know streak of light just you know moving through the center of it you know showing everybody else the way to go as you get down almost to the end of town you can now see the fire in the train just beyond at the station it's you know not so far away now in that direction um anything else made uh, uh, no i okay. no one else is hearing that no one and, and silas is just saying well that was new <laughs> seeing all the maves <laughs> yes all the maves running robin robin is steve i love you <laughs> <laughs> and she's just gonna keep that. She's gonna, she's gonna, uh, she's gonna run her movement, and she's yes. gonna cast expeditious retreat and okay. dash. And she's just whatever she can do. She is running straight to the train, and as far as she can get to that door, because in her mind, and I think she believes everyone else will think this too. Like if if we get the shard in, maybe the magic of the town and all the zombies will die, okay. kind of thing. That's her okay. thought process. You begin running. Um, moving as fast as you can. Steve is there again, taking a swipe at any of these creatures that are nearby, clearing this path. Um, are all of you running? Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh -huh. All five of you, as fast mm -hmm. as you can. Yes, Feruza, as you are running, please make a perception check. Oh no, I was like, oh no, no, no. Silas <laughs> yes. is saying as we're leaving, Yes. just in case Steve understands, he's like, Steve, I promise we'll be back, but hold them as long as you can. Okay. <laughs> well, back? Steve, no, come with us. <laughs> Silas does not agree. Neb does not agree, but that's okay. We'll scream at him together. 
Marissa, <laughs> what was your perception? I'm 18, 18 because I'm 18. plus two in perception. As you're running and, you know, your headlamp, your torch, everybody else's lights. I mean, it is it is crazy how dark everything is, but your light is scanning right and left. You catch a glint, a little glint of light off of what you believe to be your hammer, your gavel, your axe, about gonna... 30 feet off the trail in the She's, wrong direction. She has to. She has to. You turn moving away from the group off in that direction. You're just able to make it and swoop it up as everyone else is beginning to get on the platform. You all get up on top of the platform, turn back looking for Feruza who is lost in the darkness. Feruza, you can just see the light of the train. It's about 60 feet away. To your left, you see more of these creatures beginning to approach. From this moment, Maeve, now in your mind again, hear me, dearest, you are getting closer. Remember our bond and trust in me. Be kind to the fox when most he growls and follow when you hear my raven's call. Feruza, <laughs> what would you like to do? Book! <laughs> you start running so through like the darkness. So the rest of you are looking range. out. All you see is her headlamp just like wildly flying <laughs> through the darkness uh, as you make out these small little shadowy shapes that are starting to move towards you. Uh, those of you up on the platform, what do you want to do? I'm going to move to the very edge of the platform uh, yes. where I think she and Steve are coming to and I'm yes. going to prepare to yell at stuff again to try to make a path. Come on, both of you! Come on, come on, come on! Run, run, run! Uh, <laughs> Are you, uh, and uh, Robin, Silas, May? Silas Robin's is just... going to get the train going. Okay, and Silas Robin's going to the, the front of the train. Robin, you're going to the door, back to, to the, the room. Okay. Yeah. Um, Neb, you're waiting on the st on the platform, ushering Feruza uh, along. Feruza, you're much faster than these creatures, but they are getting closer and closer. Ah! You step up on the platform, they're about 50 feet away and slowly, steadily coming closer, clumping more and more together. The dozens and dozens of town folk now beginning to kind of clump together and press ever closer and closer to this train. Um, Silas, uh, you get up to the front, you begin starting to shovel coal and you realize I, you heard a little bit about how to run this train, but you don't really know. Uh, Maeve, where are you? Um, I'm trying to get onto the train. Okay, you're gonna go but to the I, engine? I wanna turn you... back and yeah. I wanna call for Steve. Mm -hmm. You're gonna I call for Steve? Yeah. Uh, fantastic. Um, are, are you heading into the train or are you heading to the engine? What is, where are you sort of heading? Uh, I'll head to the engine. To the I engine, okay. Need to go. So as Silas here. is beginning to, to shovel um, uh, more and more of this this wood and get, trying to get getting my started. switches and things. As you lean out of the engineer's window calling for Steve, you don't see him. You're not sure where he is. He's lost in the darkness. He has no light, nothing to show. And Silas is just saying, like, he, he will be fine. We, he has found us before. We have a headlamp, right? You do, but he is out. Side the, of the, the train, though. The train, a, yes, the train. I want to get that up and going as <laughs> okay. much as possible so Steve can find. Okay, uh, as it's going, you know, the electricity is running. You find the lever that makes sure that uncovers the front of it, blaring light out front. You are making this train as conspicuous as you possibly can. Feruza, you ramp yourself up onto that platform. You all slide onto the train into that uh, thing as the these creatures Is Steve begin. there? Has he made it to the thing? No, Steve is not there. Do I He's see him at all? Because I'm staying on the platform until Give I see him. Give me a perception check because you can see further. Okay. That's a 19. A 19. Oh. 
you can see 30 feet in this darkness. Uh, not very well, but you can see shapes. You see the gray horde of ice creatures that are now absolutely, there's no way off this train platform any longer. And you do not yet see Steve. Can I can I scream out one more time before I run onto the the train and just You can. Of course. I'm just going to anything that's in front of me within 15 feet needs to as as I'm going to yell Steve and that is going <laughs> to force anything within 15 feet that constitution saving throw. Wow. That's a 1, a 7 and a 6. All right. Oh, plus 3, but uh, yeah. All, they all all the hordes, all the groupings. Uh they take 19 thunder damage and are <gasps> pushed. A good, a Away. good six of them what? shatter right, you know, in front of your eyes. You watch as they start to blow up in front of your face. Uh, the rest of them are pushed back. Some of them stumbling over each other like a mob uh, that's lost their minds. Um, while this is happening, Robin, you have run into room A. Yeah, it is warm in room A. There is a strong scent of wood logs burning as you approach the mirror. Robin's just going to look back behind her shoulder. I wish I wasn't alone at this moment, but I have to do it. And Robin is going to place it in. You place the shard within there. It's almost like the seam knits up. You see a quick flash of a face. She leans forward, looks at you, and in your mind, you hear a small voice say, I know you. I know what you are. You are a child of Erte. <gasps> At which point the train begins to chug forward. Neb, Ferusa, you grab onto the edge, looking longingly into the darkness. No sign of Steve as the train pulls out of the station. <gasps> and with that, we will say goodnight. Oh! Thank you all for being here and playing with me this evening. Steve, Have no. an amazing holiday season. Steve's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't even hurting Steve. Like he wasn't oh. even taking any. Oh my God. I'm still gonna worry. And please remember that life itself is the most wonderful fairy tale. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Children of Erte. To learn more about Demiplane, visit demiplane.com and embark on your own adventure today.